entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Texas is facing another Alamo. And who will come to her aid? We're in a constitutional crisis. And the left is blaming Texas. Mm, Not so fast, according to the governor of Texas. Have you read the Constitution? We'll give you all of the details on what's happening and what it means in 60 seconds. This is a time of the year when everybody's looking to get their finances in order. Not only are taxes right around the corner, but things are just more difficult. Uh, The frightening inflation constantly nibbling at your bank account. Here's the thing, you don't have to take it lying down. There is some great news for homeowners in the form of interest rates that have dropped and now are in the fives. That's a lot lower than they've been for a really long time. And if you've been buried in high interest credit card debt, this could be the chance to break free with American financing. They can help you access the cash in your home to pay off that debt. Last year alone, their salary-based mortgage consultants helped customers from this audience save an average of $854 a month. That's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. And if you start today, you might be able to delay two mortgage payments. No better time to start than right now. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. All right, let me... uh... Let me tell you what's what's going on. Greg Abbott yesterday wrote a letter uh, to the American people and to uh, the president and uh, defined his authority uh, and the authority of the United States. So here's what he wrote. Let me give you the whole letter. Uh, from Governor Greg Abbott, January 24th, 2024. The federal government has broken the compact between the United States and the states. Yesterday, we were talking about on this program, uh, is the Constitution a suicide pact? You know, you joined in and you said, oh, these are the laws. And states didn't want to join. And when they didn't want to join, they said, okay, What's your problem? Well, I don't believe you're actually going to, you know, hold these rights. I don't believe you're going to hold the line. And so the first step was to add the Bill of Rights. And that was because the states were pushing back, saying, I don't believe a federal government. They had just come out of the war with England, who violated every right. Let's restate these so we are very clear on the rights of the people, the rights of the states, and the shackles that are on the uh, government, the federal government. When it comes to the states coming in, they were afraid that because it was a, you know, a, a weak federal government and the federal government in the Constitution has the responsibility to protect the borders. But the states said, but what happens if you don't? We need to have the authority to be able to protect our own border, 
just in case somebody comes in and starts crossing our border and it's a, you know, it's an uh, it's an invasion. Now, of course, they were thinking about an invasion of an army, but this is the textbook definition of invasion. If you look at what China planned to do to invade Russia, they thought if there was ever a war with Russia and they wanted to collapse Russia, all they had to do was send uh, a million people over the border on day one and have them all surrender. Day two, another million would cross the border into Russia and surrender. Day three, the a third, again, three million people now, another million would cross the border, surrender. They said by the end of the week, our invasion plan of Russia would collapse Russia. Well, that's exactly what's happening. So he said the executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws on the books right now. President Biden has refused to enforce those laws and have even and has even violated them. The result is that he has smashed records for illegal immigration, despite having put on notice in a series of letters, one of which I, Greg Abbott, delivered to him personally by hand. The president has ignored Texas demand that he performs his constitutional duties. President Biden, therefore, has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry, President Biden has sent his lawyers into federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effect is to illegally allow their en masse parole into the United States. By wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points along the state's southern border, bridges where nobody drowns, into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. I always get that wrong. Is it right? The Rio Grande or Rio Grande? Uh, It's Rico Suave. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what I thought. Under President Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern border in just three years. That is the population that is more than the population of 33 different states in this country. And that's the 6 million, not the 10. This illegal refusal to protect the United States has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people all across the United States. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. That's why the framers included both Article 4, Section 4, which promises that the federal government shall protect 
each state against invasion. And Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which acknowledges, quote, the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. Arizona versus United States, blah, 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 blah. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill its duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4, has triggered Article 1 and Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves this state to the right of self-defense. For that reason, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. The authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. He is declaring the Constitution covers this. He's pointing out where it covers this, how it covers this, and that now the federal government has no authority because they failed to do their duty and he has declared an invasion. That authority is supreme law of the land supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that constitutional authority as well as state law to secure the Texas border. Sincerely, Greg Abbott, governor of Texas. So what does this mean? Well, it means a constitutional crisis because now we have a state declaring its constitutional right to protect itself and the government saying, you can't do that. Also, the, the uh, National Guard can be called out by a governor, but a National Guard is still under the authority of the president. So I don't know how that works, um, but there's plenty of Americans and Texans that will, you know, sign up to protect the border. Not vigilantes, but enough uh, security, enough police officers, former police officers that would go and, and join that um, if they were serious about stopping illegals from coming in. Now, Biden says, well, he just can't get the money. I just can't get the money. I, I, you know, I'd love to do it, but Congress won't give me the money to increase the number of. It's not about the number of border agents. It's allowing them to do their job. They're not babysitters. They're, they are taking their time and taking people to and fro to uh, NGOs that then put them on buses and ship them all over the country. Last night I did a TV show and they cell tracked the routes. And if you look at where these immigrants are going, mainly they're going back East. Um, but the flow is incredible. I mean, it looks like a human body with the artery system in the veins. It is an invasion of this country and everybody knows it. Sanctuary cities are saying, I, we can't handle it. It's going to collapse us. You as a state have a right, if the federal government fails to do its constitutional duty, which we all know it has, 
They failed to do it. This isn't a Trump problem. Trump had this under control. Biden came in in day one and completely, uh, through executive order, order, overturned everything that Trump had done. We saw it, and it's only getting worse now. Our government, through NGOs, public-private partnerships, I showed you last night, it is stunning what the UN alone is doing, and we're paying for it. They are intentionally moving people from South America, uh, Central America, and Mexico into the United States. This is all part of the UN and the WEF, which Joe Biden is fundamentally signed on for and leading the world. So do they have the right to do this? Well, Ted Cruz says, yep, DeSantis has signed on, and I believe there are four other states. Are there not? Uh, DeSantis said the Constitution really made states powerless to defend themselves against an invasion. It would never have been ratified in the first place, and Texas certainly a, a republic. You have to understand, we weren't a commonwealth. Texas was a republic. It was a country. It's the only one in the union. They had no reason to join the United States. They wanted to, but they needed to make sure. This is why Texas, the Lone Star State, has just a different attitude here. Because from the beginning, it's like, we'll join, but we're still Texas. Um, and they would have never signed on if they didn't have the right to supersede the government in protecting its borders if the government failed on their job. Um, so he's saying Texas is upholding the law while Biden is flouting. Um, we have five states because you can, in your state, join by declaring an invasion when you do that, then your state has the ability, the legal constitutional authority, to protect itself. That's what needs to happen. Right now, everybody is just blaming Texas. What, what has Texas done? By the way, well, they got to stop. He sent like 200 buses. Do you, do you realize, do you not realize that your tax dollars are paying for buses every single day? That your tax, have you been to the airport lately? Have you seen people come in? They have no ID. They have no drivers. They have nothing, no identification at all. And they're being loaded onto the plane with you. You have to take off your shoes and your belt. You have to have the proper ID. You, you're on a list. All of this stuff. They just come up. Nobody knows who they are. But the federal government is paying for that, your tax dollars. So don't blame Texas. Blame the federal government. You have people that are overwhelming your city, and it's going to happen in all cities. It's Cloward and Piven. They're going to overwhelm the system. And unless you say no, no more, 
and you don't wait around for Washington to do it unless your state declares an invasion, you're going to be overrun. This is the time for the states to stand together. The, the Democrats are really not happy about this. I'll give you more in just a second. First, MyPillow is having a massive blowout sale right now. You're not going to want to miss out on this. MyPillow is so grateful for the support you've given their business over the years that they want to give back. Um, they can change the way you sleep. They've enhanced my life in uh, several ways. I'm wearing, I'm, I'm wearing the MyPillow slippers right now. My, I freaking love the My Slippers. I love them. I went out. <laughs> They're amazing. I went out. We had some friends in town, and I went out to a restaurant that, you know, this mm-hmm. fancy restaurant, and they make sure, you know, you can't wear this. You can't, you have to have this. And, and did you walk in with My Slippers? I walked in with My <laughs> Slippers, and they didn't say anything. And I'm like, ha ha. Now, I'm wearing slippers. I tend to wear them around the house. You're oh, wearing them, them out? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're comfortable. They and are. I'm at that point in my life where you're old enough, successful enough mm-hmm. that, you know, people will look and say, that must be cool because, I mean, he's doing that's it. That's not what people say about you, Glenn. I, no, you they say know. I'm crazy, but that's okay. fine. That's a different. That's fine. Okay. You know, uh, you know, hey, they called Einstein crazy, too. Actually, it didn't, but it makes me feel better at night. Mm. Anyway, take advantage of the free shipping, especially on the larger items such as mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA, on sale now for $99. Sarah, in the control room, <laughs> I saw you push a button and talk directly into his headphones. I don't appreciate it. Mm. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, the blankets, kitchen towels, dog beds, everything <laughs> is on sale now at MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square to check out everything that I've mentioned and more on sale. Enter the promo code Beck at checkout or call them at 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com slash Beck, 10 seconds, station ID. You know what? I don't care. I don't oh, care what well, people say. I, I just don't care. I, I well, that's I, that's I, what, I chart my own course, and that is a place of of aspiration for people. That you get to a place where you just don't care anymore. You you're wearing slippers to fancy restaurants. Your hair's a mess. You're wearing, you know, mismatching clothes. This is starting to get very specific no. here. Okay, uh, no, but I'm serious. Uh, no, and, and you get to that, and you a part of this too is you just don't care if you offend people when you're having conversations. I with think them. that's the way we all should live our life. I really do. Like, yeah, we should not. You know, uh, I, I, you know, I, I miss being able to have some things that you dress up for. You know, the last night was not one of them, mm. but you know, there are things that you know, like weddings. My my brother yeah. came in in shorts and a flip flops to his niece's uh, wedding, and I'm like, dude, put a tie on. I mean, I have to go farther. Put some shoes on. Put some socks on. Put some pants on, and put a tie on. For the love of Pete, it's your your niece's wedding, mm-hmm. and I think that there's some things. That, and I know that makes me weird at this point, but I don't really care. And I, I you know, it's really liberating when you just like. 
Sometimes I actually pick things to wear that I know don't match just to piss you guys off, just to go, <laughs> what the hell is he doing? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a multi-million dollar corporation, uh, you know, and it's a flagship <laughs> yeah. product uh, is hosted by a person who's intentionally putting things on camera that are uh, oh, no, objectionable to the eyes. Yeah, sometimes I that, that's, there's, there's no issue. Sometimes I, I, I you know, I, I feel bad about it, usually because I look at a TV monitor and I'll see me and I'm like, right. oh my <laughs> gosh. But uh, I think we should all live that but way. The, I don't, yeah. You don't care. What you believe in, what you want to do, unless you're hurting somebody, that is the least of your worries. It's, it's le- the content of mm-hmm. your character. It's that a legitimate matters. superpower. It when is. You, when you don't care, because I don't care about it, I, I don't care about yeah. anything. And it's like, you just don't care about what other people say. It just frees you up to do so much. And the older you get, the more license you have. Uh, ah, it's just grandpa. Right. Ah, yeah. They don't care that. anymore. Yeah. Love that. That's why I should have had children at 13. <laughs> no, that's not a recommendation. <laughs> Glenn Beck. Sometimes you wake up in the morning and you step into the ring and life just knocks you down round after round. It's like that when you live with pain, especially when the pain is frequent and debilitating. Um, I know when you're in the middle of it, it seems like there's just no way out. But I'm here to tell you, I started taking Relief Factor about five years ago to deal with my pain, and it absolutely gave my life back. It is a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain by fighting inflammation. 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. My hands work again. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit. 70% of them have gone on to order it again and again. See how Relief Factor can help you. Their three-week Quick Start Kit. It's $19.95. Comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So, what do you have to lose? Give it a try. Visit relieffactor.com or call 800, the number 4 relief. 800 4 relief. Relieffactor.com. When you feel the difference, you know it works. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. Just use the code Glenn30 while you're there. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome. This is the Glenn Beck program. I'm Glenn Beck, along with my executive producer, Stu Bergier. Yeah, Glenn, have you seen this this clip from Joe Biden circulating? Uh, that, Which clip? It's the one where he walks into a wall 14 <laughs> straight. No, it's a uh, it's a clip of him from 2007. I want pudding on the other side of this wall. I want pudding. I want pudding. If you run into it enough times, you'll eventually yeah. get the pudding. That's, okay. that's true. <laughs> right. Um, but this is a clip from 2007 in one of the Democratic debates. When he, Remember, people do forget that he ran for president in 2008. Yeah, he ran um, like every four years forever. He, yeah, he ran a hundred times. But this one wound up resulting in his vice presidency. Uh, eventually under Barack Obama. But while he was debating, he was asked about sanctuary cities. And there's a couple things to understand and and listen to in this clip. One is the incredible change in the way he sounds. And it's incredible. You listen to old tapes, and I mean old, like five, even five years ago. 
He was a different man. A different man. And look, this is not 1984. I mean, you watch his initial Senate run, right, in 1972, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, you hear him as a, obviously a much younger man, and he looks, he sounds sharper and more confident and all those things. This is 2007. It's not that long ago. And he sounds like a totally different person. That's number one. Number two is the position change. You'll hear uh, that he's had a significant change of heart when it comes to sanctuary cities. Listen to this. Would you allow these cities to ignore the federal law regarding the reporting of illegal immigrants and in fact provide sanctuary to these immigrants? The reason the cities ignore the federal law that. That's him. is the fact yeah. that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at the federal level you need. Pick up the New York Times today. There's a city not far across the river from my state that imposed a similar sanctions. And what they found out is as a consequence of that their city went in the dumps oh. in, in, in the dumpster stores huh. started closing everything what? started to happen wow. and they changed the policy hmm. part of the problem is you have to have a federal government that can enforce <laughs> laws this administration has been fundamentally derelict in not funding huh. any of the requirements that are needed even to enforce the existing so, law. senator biden yes or no would you allow the cities to ignore the federal law no you, okay Unbelievable. Incredible. Now, this is consistent with what he said a couple of days ago when they asked, is the border secure? And he said, no, I've been saying that for 20 years. It's not secure. Give me the money. It's, it's sort of consistent to that because it's not just about money here. He no, says I, that they don't he, <clears throat> he wouldn't allow. Right. Uh, a, a, these cities to do this. <clears throat> um, and he also blamed the administration and when it was George W. Bush for not being able to control the border now he did say one of the reasons was that they didn't have enough money but uh he did not he not say and that's why george w bush is not to blame for this problem he he said they were he was to blame for the problem Mm -hmm. Uh, and of course just saying that he would if elected president that's that's your current president saying if he was elected president he would not allow cities to become sanctuary cities and well, he's saying it coherently. Sanctuary cities don't want to be sanctuary cities anymore. As I mean, they're all he, like, as he outlined as in that he clip. Outlined, he yes, highlights a yes, city that became a yes. sanctuary city and had to reverse yep. their policy because right. it turned into a dumpster and all their businesses were closing. You know, In and Out Burger, Glenn, yeah, has never permanently closed a location. That's how much people like it. Never. It's ne- once they've opened one, well, they just did. Never closed one. Until now. Yep. In Oakland, they are closing it because, not because people don't like their burgers, not because people aren't showing up through the drive-thru, it's because there there's so much crime in the area they, they can no longer keep it open. that they have had as many as 14 or 15 cars stolen in the parking lot every day. Like on a daily basis. They'll have six one day, two one day, 14 the next. I mean, that's insane. And they're like, it's constant crime constant Constant. crime okay um now let me tell you about the constant crime that is also coming from the federal government according to a new court now this is something we've been talking about since 2021 the fbi went in uh to a uh a safety deposit box place uh in beverly hills and a lot of people had their safety deposit boxes in there now you don't want a safety deposit box where you're keeping cash or anything else. You don't want one. I, I thought that's 
I always thought that was the safe place. To it put, used to be. It used to be. You put it you put whatever your valuables there until two thousand, I think, eight or nine, um, <clears throat> and it came for your safety. Mm-hmm. Now, if there is a problem, and the government, uh, the Homeland Security, says that they think something is going on, or there is a national emergency. The DHS stations somebody in the safety deposit box vaults and you can come in, but they want to see what's in there and can confiscate anything that's in your box. It's a national emergency. Okay. Uh, No, thank you. No, thank you. So these people in Beverly Hills were putting this in just not a bank, just in a place where safety deposit boxes were. The FBI found out that somebody might be using that safety, their safety deposit box for illicit criminal cash. So they went in with a warrant and they not only opened that person's box, they opened up all 700 safety deposit boxes. This was in a March 2021 raid. Um, It was wildly inappropriate they then started if you asked for the contents of your box back they said really well maybe we should look into you so some people just didn't want the hassle of the government they didn't have enough in there and they're just like leave it alone okay that is that is so bad so bad um and then uh they did make the process hell for some people and finally the people got together and they sued They just had their case in court, and the court said the FBI violated the Fourth Amendment when they were rifling through all of the contents of those 700 boxes and then didn't return stuff to them. Uh, They said they overstepped the bounds of its warrant issued in the case and failed to follow proper protocol when federal agents cracked open the safety deposit boxes. They ran the contents past drug sniffing dogs and tried to seize some of the money and other valuables found in the boxes. That is a nice version of this. They did seize the boxes. The Ninth Circuit uh, ruling, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. I don't know what's happened in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. That's the California court. They Their ruling pivots uh, on a detail of the case that Reason was first to highlight more than a year ago, the existence of so-called supplemental instructions for the handling of the safety deposit boxes seized at the U.S. private vaults in Beverly Hills. The warrant authorizing the raid expressly forbade federal agents from engaging in criminal search or seizure of the contents of any other safety deposit boxes. So the boxes, the procedure was they cannot open them. This warrant forbade them to open any of them except that one specific box. Under typical FBI procedure, the boxes should have been taken into custody until their comp- until the rightful owners called and said, hey, you have my safety deposit box. It was not to be opened. It was not to be rifled through. Certainly, it wasn't meant for the valuables to be taken. The, the FBI is in itself stealing money and jewels and everything else from the citizens of the United States. They committed a crime. Um, They should have been returned to the rightful owners, but those supplemental instructions drawn up by the special agent in charge. Remember uh, our uh, 
chief of justice is like, look, I don't make the rules. It's the special agent in charge. They, I mean, we didn't tell them to do anything. Special agent in charge. Again, somebody that you can't get to. Somebody's not voted on. Somebody you can't say, uh, okay, uh, we're going to have an impeachment hearing and get you out. No, no, no. Special agent in charge. And who can deal with that person? The person who just said, I told the special agent in charge to make all the decisions. So there's nothing you can do about it. So sick of that. So they were drawn up by the special agent in charge of the operation, and he told the agents to be on the lookout for cash stored inside safety deposit box and note anything that suggests that the cash may be criminal proceeds. In, it was particularly troubling, said the judge, uh, that the government was unable to provide any limiting principle on how far a hypothetical inventory search can uh, conducted pursuant to the customized instructions can go. So when she asked, is there anything that you couldn't do? Mm, no. This is our government completely out of control. And I don't care. I don't care whose fault it is. Republicans, Democrats. This is dangerous for all Americans. Did you hear what happened uh, to Trudeau? Their Supreme Court ruled this week that what he did to the truckers in seizing their bank accounts and issuing that emergency order was unjustified and wrong. Is he going to pay a price for that? Now we find out the Trudeau government used fake intelligence to illegally frame the protesting truckers as violent extremists. So they had faked intelligence. And they presented that as proof, knowing it was faked intelligence. Does this sound like a country that you want to live in? Does this sound like a country that protects its citizens? Or is it protecting what? The elites? And they can use and do whatever they want to get their way. Washington State, <clears throat> the House, just passed a bill that effectively bans natural gas and encourages equitable shifting to electricity. Suicide. This is suicide. I want you to hear me clearly. Just AI alone in the next three years will be an extra 25% of energy that is demanded. So take all of the energy that we have, all the electricity, everything that we have, add now a demand of everything that we have, our blenders and everything else, just for AI. It's an additional 25% required electricity. We don't have it now. And now we're saying everybody should shift to electricity and away from natural gas. Suicide. Absolute suicide. You know, the biggest server farm in the state of Virginia. Now, what's in Virginia? I mean, you've got Amazon. You've got the Pentagon. You have the CIA, NSA, all of the server farms. I don't know which one is the biggest, but the biggest server farm in Virginia cannot expand 
for the next five years because they don't have the energy to be able to expand. They can't run another server because the state doesn't have the energy. How can you process and move forward if right now you not only have don't have the energy, you're shutting energy down? It's suicide. It is absolute suicide. By the way, Trudeau just also went after uh, wood-fired pizza ovens. So wood fire, coal, uh, oil, and natural gas. Hydrogens is too expensive. What's that leave you with? Solar and wind. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The best thing that is happening right now is all the car companies are waking up. Nobody wants these electric cars. Because if we put 25% of the people on the road in electric cars, the power grid cannot handle it. It's all starting to fall apart. Wake up. The energy, the real energy crush on us does not really kick in until next year after the election. That's when you'll really start feeling the crisis of electricity and energy. Sunday was the National Sanctity of uh, Human Life Day in honor of over the 65 million babies who have been aborted since Roe versus Wade became the law of the land. Well, thank God Roe is no longer the law of the land, but unfortunately, our job as members of the pro-life community is far from over because the Supreme Court didn't stop abortion like they'd like to have you believe. What they said is the federal government has no place in this. It should be left up to the states. And those states that currently are saying, yes, everything in abortion, they are going way farther. And on top of that, over 50% of all abortions are happening through the abortion pill. That's just being mailed directly to kids, to girls that are living in the house, don't want anybody to know. They take the abortion pill and they have the abortion in the bathroom of their house. That makes that traumatic experience They have to go into that bathroom every day after that. What is that going to do to their to their minds and their souls? If you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax deductible donation of five thousand dollars will sponsor Preborn's entire network coast to coast for 24 hours, helping rescue 200 babies. To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, that's pound 250, keyword baby, or donate securely at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. Are opinions weighing you down? Call in and let it out. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So we know now that the state of Texas has gone serious, serious on the border. I mean, this is the nuclear button that they pressed. They invoked uh, the Constitution. There's somebody else that I want you to meet. Her name is Tammy uh, Nobles. Her her 20-year-old daughter 
was horribly raped and killed by somebody the the federal government allowed in and then shipped him out to Maryland. Raped and killed. She's suing the DHS now. Her story next. Program.